Hello and welcome back to the Off the Waivers show. I am here with James Andrews, my co-host. I'm Eric Barnes. Today we got something special. Today we're doing our tournament bracket for the NCAA tournament. We're in Indianapolis, and I know we'd normally do uh, bas or what's it called NBA, or we do uh, baseball as we did last week. But this week we can't avoid it, so we might as well fill out our own bracket, James. Yeah, so we're here in our studio at Butler University, which is one of the sites for the NBA games for, or not the NBA games, the March Madness games. Um, basically, this entire, not even this entire city, but this entire state has just turned into a complete basketball fest. Everywhere you go, you see signs for March Madness. Com- everyone is talking about it, and everywhere you go, you're going to see someone talking about their bracket, filling it out, wondering who they should pick. And that's where we come in. Isn't that right, Eric? Absolutely. So, you know, this one, it's not going to be a fly through. We got all the chalk picks. This is going to be some fun. And I think that we are really, really going to go through this. And you guys are going to like our picks. And it's going to be really good. I think we're probably going to have the best bracket in the world. I don't know. I think we for sure are going to have a perfect bracket by the end of this, no doubt. We've been watching March Madness ever since we were little kids. Um, We know exactly what type of upsets we should be looking for to pick. So that's what we're going to help you guys to guide your bracket. You want to have a healthy amount of upsets, but also have them reasonable. Um, That way you have the best shot at winning your group. Absolutely. So let's get started. All right. Well, we're going to start with the West. That's why we have it trained over here on the West. Um, I think we're going to go ahead and this is an easy one for that 116. I think we're going to go with Gonzaga. What do you think? Yeah, so we're not going to have any 16 seeds over the one seeds quite yet. I know there is a 16 seed from Maryland in here. Um, For my people back home from Maryland, you guys remember what, ha- what happened last time there was a 16 seed from Maryland. They they knocked off the one seed, but we're not going to predict any of that for that now. So we got Gonzaga moving on. What do you like about this Gonzaga team? Is they're one of the top t- contenders to win the entire tournament? I, I think they're my favorite. I mean, just get it out of the way now. I think that this is the team to beat for this tournament. I think they're the clear favorite. Undefeated right now. They have great players like Jalen Suggs, Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, all way up there for National Player of the Year contenders. Excellent players will be excellent at the next level as well. So keep eye for that. I, I really think they're going to be an enjoyable team to watch this tournament time. Yeah, their guard Jalen Suggs has a chance to be a top five pick in the NBA draft. He's a phenomenal player. But the player I like most on this team is their small forward slash power forward, Corey Kispert. He's an absolute sniper. He's been shooting the three ball at over 46% this season. Um, I've seen uh, comparisons made to Joe Harris for NBA fans out there. Uh, he's certainly he's going to be a top 15 pick in the draft as well. So Gonzaga's got a number of guys that can beat you in a number of different ways. All right, for our next matchup, we got an eight versus a nine. We got Oklahoma versus Missouri. Now for this one, I kind of go with a home pick. I don't know exactly if they're going to win or not. But this is my pick. I like Missouri. Do you like Missouri? Yeah, I've been back and forth on this one myself. It's an 8-9 matchup. They're always tough to predict. But Oklahoma's point guard recently got injured, so I am going to have to pick Missouri in this one. All right. So now we're going to move on to the 5-12. And I think this one's kind of interesting. I would say Creighton is probably the more likely team and team in my eyes that will win this. But I do think this could be a game. I do think that uh, UCSB could give them a run for their money based on how Creighton played in the Big East tournament recently. uh, And they weren't able to get through and they uh, lost to Georgetown. So 
Yeah, what so do you think about that? The 5-12 matchup is really going to be your money matchup here for upsets. You're going to want to look around the board and pick really at least two of them because almost just about every single year in the past 35, 40 years since March Madness has been going on, uh, at least one 12 seed has upset at a 5 seed. But in many years, you even see two, three of them upset. So that's why this is one of the areas you're going to want to look to pick. However, I am picking Creighton over UC Santa Barbara. I think that uh, Creighton is just the better team here. And I know a lot of people have been liking the um, Santa Barbara Barbara hype, but um, Creighton is a Big East battle tested. And I mean, they were one of the best teams in the Big East all season long, and they've been consistently ranked top 15 in the nation. So I'm going to pick them to move on. And then for the 4 13 game, this is our first upset alert. I think that we've both gone back and forth on this, and I think this is our pick for one of those first round upsets that you should look out for. We think Ohio will beat Virginia. And why is that, James? Yeah, so they have a young kid, Jason Preston. He's drawing comparisons to LaMelo Ball. He's averaging about 16 points per game this season. But the kicker is he's averaging over seven rebounds and seven assists per game. He re- he leads their offense. He get always gets them going, whether it's scoring or facilitating the ball. We know Virginia's always had one of the top defenses in college basketball. But this kid, Jason Preston, he's going to be able to get Ohio's offense um, going against their team. And they, they also have one of the best offenses in all of college basketball, too. So once they get going, they can put up points in a hurry and i'm not sure virginia will be able to run along with them yeah i i completely agree i think that ohio they have the best player in this matchup i think that virginia can't, doesn't have the offense to keep up with ohio so if their defense uh is lacking early they could lose this one very early um in this next game we have the six-seeded um US, usc trojans versus either wichita or drake which we will find out today that they were recording this in the first four but I think we're going to both go with USC in this matchup. Well, not so fast. I actually, I actually really like Wichita State in this one. Assuming that they beat Drake, I think Drake's a solid team too. I'm not sure if they can compete with USC. But I think if Wichita State gets um, wins the playing game, I think they have a very good shot against USC. I'm okay penciling in USC for now because we don't know what's going to happen in the playing game. USC has a very good center, Evan Mobley, or who's going to be also top, he's a top five draft pick. Yeah, for he's sure, a top yeah. five draft pick for sure. He could even go top three or top two in the draft. He's an amazing shot blocking center, but he's also got very good footwork and he's great scoring down low. So he's um a very reliable guy. What do you think about this him? one? Really shocked me, but you saying that because I I believe I'm gonna ride USC here in this uh in this region because I think that they are very solid. I love Evan Mobley. I think he's a guy you could you know really put your back or lean on in the March Madness tournament. And I think that he could be a guy that could do bits for him and help them make a run. So hopefully they don't win Yeah, my, <laughs> or they don't lose to Wichita. But yeah. My one worry about USC is that they're too big oriented. And then usually the teams that go deep into March Madness have excellent guard play, usually juniors or seniors that have um, veterans in the program. And the key to that is um, having guards that are able to get penetration towards the basket and then open everything, open the offense up for everyone else. Evan Mobley is a great uh, big, but I'm not sure if he's going to be able to run the offense for everyone else down low, which is why I don't, I'm not as high as USC on as a lot of people. All right. I think this next one, probably an easy pick. We're just going to pencil in Kansas. I don't think we really need to talk about it that much. Kansas, just solid team. I don't see Eastern Washington or Eastern Washington beating them. So I think we're just going to go ahead and Kansas and move on to this next game, which I think is pretty interesting. We got Oregon and VCU. Now, Oregon didn't win the Pac-12, but you could probably say they were the best team in the Pac-12 this year uh, next to USC. I, I like them, but this VCU team is pretty solid. Yeah, I'm picking VCU in this matchup. Uh, I think I know you were leaning that way as well. 
Oregon, they were one of the best teams in the Pac-12, but the Pac-12 barely uh, qualifies as a Power 5 conference anymore. <laughs> I don't trust those teams at all, which is another reason why I'm not really feeling USC. So I think VCU is a team that's um, come in and made runs in the tournament plenty of times in the past, and I think they can do that once I again. Mean, I, I'm fine with that. I think that's totally agreeable. I think that VCU mm-hmm. can make a run here. I, yeah, like you said, they're a team that's done in the past. I completely agree. And then I don't think Grand Canyon's got a shot against <laughs> Iowa. Uh, so we're just going to slot. Don't count Iowa out the Grand there. Canyon, but it looks like <laughs> Iowa will be moving on in that one. All right. And then moving on to the second round matchup for the West region, we got Gonzaga versus Missouri. Now, if Missouri's fully healthy and they got their game going, I think they could give them a run, but I don't think you can pick over the Zags in this, in this uh, matchup. Yeah, I think you have to pick the Gonzaga Bulldogs to keep moving on. Uh Eight, the 8-9 eight, matchup against the one seed in the second round can be a, a tough matchup for the one seed because a lot of times they'll sleep on the lower-seeded team and they can um, get caught up. And that's something that we're going to look at later on in the bracket. But for now, this Gonzaga team is too early to go home Absolutely. in the first week. And now Creighton, Ohio, that's a great game, I think, because, you know, you could see Ohio making that Sweet 16 berth uh, in this game. I think that Ohio, I'm going to ride Ohio here. What do you think? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the same one. Creighton is certain that appears to be a competitive game. Uh, I really could see uh, Creighton moving on. It would make a lot more sense, but why not pick the Cinderella team in Ohio? We talked about how good Jason Preston is. And if they can beat Virginia, they can beat almost anybody here on this board. So I'm not sure how long their run will go, but I think they can definitely make it to the Sweet 16 and be this year's Cinderella team. Now, this is where I think we're going to have our first first debate. Because in this USC versus Kansas matchup, I'm actually picking USC, and it's because of Evan Mobley, and it's because of their big men over Kansas. I don't know if they can compete, but obviously you might not think the same. Yeah, I'm going to go with Kansas here. They have played in the a Big 12 this year. It's been, in my opinion, the best conference in college basketball. There's so many teams up here from the Big 12, and those teams are all battle-tested this year. They've completely fought hard to each other between Baylor, Texas, Texas Tech, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State, and then, of course, Kansas. Kansas struggled early on this season, but then um, really bounced back in a huge way. I think they're a hot team, and I'm going to continue to pick them. All right, so we came out with an eventual – when this was going to happen, we have a, a solution for it, all right? Since it's our bracket together for the show, it's not a uh, – what's it called? It's not – uh, individual brackets we're filling out. We decided we're going to solve this with a nice game of rock, paper, scissors, and winner's team gets to move on. Yeah, when it comes to March Madness, you can look at all the analytics in the world you want, but yet no one has still come even close to picking a perfect bracket. So rock, paper, scissors seems like the best way to do it. I agree. So let's go. You want to do on shoot? Yep. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right. Looks like USC is U- making a run to the USC Sweet 16. USC is moving on. <laughs> All right, and then this next game, VCU versus Iowa. I think this is probably an easy one, don't you agree? Yeah, I've got Iowa moving on here. We didn't really talk about them a lot, but they were a very good team in the Big Ten this year. They have their defensive issues, but they also have the player of the year, Luca Garza. He's a power forward center hybrid for them, but he can uh, score from anywhere on the court. He shoots from um, as deep as anyone does in college basketball. And he consistently puts up over 25 points per night, and he's going to be a menace for anybody in there who does not have an athletic big to match up with them. Absolutely. Now, who do you got going to the Elite Eight? You, you want to stick with Ohio, the Cinderella story, to beat Gonzaga? I don't think Ohio will be able to take down Gonzaga. They're much too powerful here. It was a great story for Ohio, but their run will come to an end in the Sweet 16, and Gonzaga's going to the Elite Eight. And then USC versus Iowa. This is going to be a good big man, uh, what's called, matchup here with 
uh, Evan Mobley and Luca Garza, as you just touched on, that's going to be a great game. Yeah, so I just said it. And also, Iowa has a couple other guys who also shoot over 40% from the three-point line. So uh, the key to guarding Iowa is you have to um, pick your poison. Do you let the other guys sh- shoot a bunch of threes o- on you and stop the player of the year, Luca Garza? Or do you try to stop Luca Garza? Or do you try to stop everyone else and let Luca Garza do his thing? I mentioned you're going to need an athletic big to match up with him. We talked about how USC has a potential top five draft pick at the center position. So I like them to keep moving on. I agree. I, I really like USC in this in this uh, region. I think this is a good matchup for them. They could beat Kansas. They can go far. Um, and then, obviously, this is going to be a great West Coast matchup in your Elite Eight in the West. But it's got to be the Zags going to the Final Four. They seem like the team of destiny. I think this is exactly their region to win. Yeah, if a Pac-12 team ends up making it to the Final Four, I'll do this show uh, butt naked next week because I'm that <laughs> confident a Pac-12 team has zero shot of making it to the Final Four. They barely play any competition all season long. They always run into inconsistency troubles, and Gonzaga is flat out way more powerful than they are. All right, moving on to the East. This is Michigan's bracket. They are the one seed in this uh, in this section, and... You think this is the six, one for 16? Yeah, so if you are going to pick a 16 seed to beat a one seed, here's your opportunity to do it. I would pick Mount St. Mary slash Texas Southern over Michigan if you're really bold. But we're going to take the one seed Michigan to move on. And then we got a great eight versus nine matchup with LSU, who just won, uh, just won they just won the SEC tournament. Great run by them. I didn't think they were going to be here, but now they look like a, po- a team poised to make a move or uh, make a run in March. They're playing against St. Bonnie's, a classic mid-major. Everybody loves St. Bonnie's. Who do you got here? Yeah, credit to St. Bonaventure for um, getting the number nine seed. Um, they're a team that can get, win their conference and get an automatic bid to the tournament. But they usually don't get that good of a seed. So for them getting a nine seed, that feels like a great accomplishment. But they got a really bad draw here. As you mentioned, LSU is red hot. LSU is the most bet-on team right now out of the entire bracket. And I'm going to pick them to move on as well. And then this one, this is an interesting 5-12. Could I, I could see this going either way right now with Georgetown and Colorado because Colorado seemed like they were going to be a great team in the Pac-12. They have, they've really faltered. They haven't been great or consistent. Georgetown, we didn't think they were making the tournament until Patrick Ewing showed up in MSG and said, this is my house. So I, I don't know. This could be a toss-up for me. I'll go with who you want to go. Yeah, Uh, I'm going to pick Georgetown here to continue their Cinderella run. For those of you who don't know, Georgetown plays in the Big East. And last week during the Big East tournament, Georgetown was the number nine seed in that conference. And there was only three other teams to even make that um, the tournament out of that conference. So they weren't even close to being considered to be in the field before they ran the table and won that tournament over great organ- um, great programs like Creighton and Villanova um, to get an automatic bid in this tournament and the 12 seed. A lot of people are sleeping on Colorado here. Um, they're still a very good mid-major program that had a phenomenal year, but I'm going to pick Georgetown to upset them here in the 12-5 matchup. All right, and then I think the next one's easy. I think Florida State is probably the best team in the ACC, regardless of the fact that they didn't win. I think they're an easy pick over UNC Greensboro. Yeah, um, I, l- I love their team. I, I love, love what Florida State does with their um, recruiting classes every year. They try to get guys that are long, lanky, and can flat out play defense and just um, very versatile. Also, can switch one through five. I love Scotty Barnes for namesake reasons and player reasons. I think he's a great player. I think he's a great player to have in March. Uh, I would say for the next one, moving on to the Michigan State UCLA playing game versus BYU. I think you know where I'm leaning. If Michigan State wins, 
I mean, they got to win this, right? Yep. But I like BYU in this matchup. BYU is a team that played Gonzaga very competitively, I think, three times this year. They're the only team that gave Gonzaga a run for their money in their own conference. They're a sixth seed for a reason. And so I'm going to pick BYU in this matchup. I know you like Michigan State, but if UCLA by any chance happens to beat Michigan State, I think BYU will be able to run away from UCLA. But for for playing safe, I mean, we're going to play it safe. We don't know if Michigan State's going to beat UCLA. I think that game's kind of a toss up. To play it safe, we're going to go BYU just to say it. We don't know what's going to happen there. So we're going to go BYU as a safe pick. And then for the next game, this is a three three versus 14. But Texas has been one of the best teams all year. And I think they're an easy slot into the next round as well. So I'm going to go and throw them already. Yeah, they were very good in the competitive Big 12 this year, like I mentioned before. Um, look for them to make a deep run in this tournament. All right. Now this one, a 7-10. We love our 7-10s this year. Obviously, you love Maryland because Maryland's your team. I, I don't like UConn this year, so I think this is an easy pick. I think Maryland is our choice to move on in this 7-10 matchup. Yeah, I think this is an easy pick to um, have Maryland upset UConn here. Uh, Maryland has been a really good team. They've played in a much tougher conference. And what I like about Maryland is they've got a few different guys who can handle the ball really well and get to the paint and get buckets for them. But they're one of the best defensive teams in this entire bracket. They were the best defensive team in the Big Ten this year, which is saying something considering they barely even cracked the top 10 in that conference. But they've got plenty of guys to guard um, UConn star player. Absolutely. I don't think Book Knight, he's got to have a Kemba run for them to make go far, and I don't think that's going to happen this year. And then Alabama versus Iona. Alabama, admittedly, I think is a week two seed in this in this bracket, but I think they're going to beat Rick Pitino's Iona, Iona team. I just don't think they have the talent to compete with Alabama. Yeah, I think Alabama's a sneaky good team. Obviously, I think they'll easily be able to take care of Iona here, but I... I'm not so sure that Alabama can't make a run to the Final Four in this Eastern bracket, but we'll see how that it shakes is, out. It is a toss-up. I agree. Moving on to the second round, I, I like a, I like an upset here. We have an upset here. I like LSU over Michigan. Michigan's missing one of their be- key players, Isaiah Livers. I, I like LSU to pull out the upset, knock off the first one seed of the tournament in the second round. What do you think? Yeah, this is another one we're split on. As much as I don't like Michigan, I think they're the better team here. They've got guys like Franz Wagner. And um, even though Isaiah Livers is out, like you mentioned, they still got Dylan Brooks, who's a very good shooter. I think this does come down to a one-possession game. LSU has a lot of offensive firepower, so I think they're going to go toe-to-toe. I think that might be one of the best matchups in this entire bracket. Um, but I, I'm going to pick Michigan State by one possession in this one. So, so you know what that means, guys. So what I'm saying, so we're saying I'm playing for the upset here. I'm playing for that buzzer beater, that March Madness magic. I like this, all right? I, I won already. I think I can win another one. Let's do this. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ah. We got them. Michigan is moving on to the Sweet 16. All right, our next one. I think this is where Georgetown's run might end against Florida State. I don't think they have the talent to keep it with Florida State's roster. What do you think? Yeah, I would agree with you there. Um, Scotty Barnes should be able to run Florida State's offense all over Georgetown's um, defense. All right, and then BYU-Texas. I think that could be kind of a fun game. I think BYU could be sneaky against them if they're in that spot. But I can't bet against Texas's guards. I love I love Matt Coleman. 
I love Courtney Ramey. I think they're great players. They've been great players all year, and they show that they can close out teams. So I think we're going to go with Texas into the Sweet 16. Yeah, I agree with you there. You mentioned it. They have great guard play, which is so important in this tournament. BYU is a team that they kind of rely on momentum a lot, where if they compete with you through the first half, they're probably going to keep it close all the way. So you kind they're a team you want to jump up on early, but I think Texas is the better team here. All right, and then Maryland versus Alabama. I, I was mentioning it earlier. I don't think Alabama's a great two seed. Maryland has been playing against some great teams in the Big Ten. They have some big wins on their resume. Could an upset happen here, James? I think it certainly could happen. Um, we've talked about some of the better teams like Michigan, and there's another one seed, Illinois, who we'll get to later on the other end of the bracket, that Maryland has gone toe-to-toe with this season. So I think Alabama won't be anything special for them, and I think Maryland could definitely take them down in a hard-fought game. But I could also see that being another buzzer-beater type matchup. We have an upset alert there. Now we have a great Elite Eight, our Sweet 16 matchups. We need to get two great Elite Eight teams We have Michigan versus Florida State. We have Texas versus Maryland. These games are great, but I think Florida State's going to beat Michigan. I told you before, I don't like Michigan as much as you do, and I think Florida State's a better matchup here. I agree with you. You've said it a couple of times now. Michigan is without their star point guard, Isaiah Livers, and this is where it's going to come back to haunt them. Florida State University, they're a little bit better, and they're going to be able to guard up on Michigan now. And they have the they have the bigs to get um to guard Michigan's uh, stretch fives, so I think they'll be able to win this matchup. And then a matchup that I want to see, I want to see them play Florida State. I want to see Texas over Maryland. I, this is heartbreaker for you, but they had a good run. I think Texas is a team in this region to match up with Florida State, and I think they're a team to make the Final Four. Do you agree with me? Yeah, I agree with you. I do have one bracket where I have Maryland going all the way and winning the championship, but in my main bracket, I have Maryland um losing here in the Sweet Sixteen to Texas. Uh, Texas Texas is probably the better team here than Maryland. I could see Maryland keeping it close, but I'm not sure if they can compete with Texas for 40 minutes on this stage. Absolutely. So we have a whole side of our bracket done. Our two final four teams so far are Texas and Gonzaga. How do you feel about this? Yeah, I think this is going to be one heck of a final four matchup. These teams kind of have contradicting styles. Texas has a um, very much defensive type program and Gonzaga is just an offensive juggernaut. Uh, I think this could go any way, but what do you think about this one? I think we're going to have to come back to it when we finish the other side of the bracket. Uh, All right. Now we're going to be moving on to the South region up here. Um, so we're going to start with the number one 16 matchup, Baylor versus Hartford. I think it's an easy pick. Got to pick Baylor. I don't think they're going to lose to a 16 seed. I think this is a good fit. What do you like about Baylor going forward in this tournament? Um, I like I like their yeah, I got a coach. I like Scott Drew. I think he can really uh, he's really proven himself to be one of the elite coaches in college basketball. I like that they have a good player in Jared Butler who can really be a team leader and carry the squad. And I think just overall they've been a good program for the last couple of years, and I think they're a solid team. And they've proven that they're a solid team playing in the Big Twelve, which is probably the best conference or one of the best conferences in basketball this year. And I, I don't think Hartford's going to beat them. So, <laughs> yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. And the next one up would be number eight, North Carolina versus number nine, Wisconsin. I think this is one of the more intriguing first round matchups. Absolutely. These teams are too, very even and they're um, very veteran loaded. What do you think? Okay, so my, my uh, brain, it's telling me big pick to big 10 team. But my heart, I want to pick North Carolina. Just, just for the boy, <laughs> Caleb Love. From St. Louis, got to represent. And I think it seems young, but they've shown some potential. And I think that they could move on here against Wisconsin. 
and then ultimately give Baylor a run for their money in the future. Yeah, I agree with you. UNC is the much hotter team now, which is why a lot of people like them over Wisconsin in this one, which does kind of worry me because once a lot of people start going one way, I kind of want to look the, back the yeah. other way. Yeah. But Wisconsin hasn't won a meaningful game against a team um against a big 10 tournament team since like early january and i just don't think they're going to be able to win this matchup against a hot unc team all right and then next one i think this is uh this is the hot pick this is everybody's upset this is everybody's 512 so you will you normally would say like you just mentioned if everybody's picking this you might want to go against the grain but i think everybody's picking this for a good reason because i think winfrup is the better team over villanova at this point uh of the season see i disagree with you there i still think villanova still going against i still (laughs) think villanova is the better team against winthrop i've been saying this ever since they released this bracket i think villanova was kind of slighted getting a five seed anyway but they didn't get that far in the big east tournament we talked about creighton a fellow big east team they also had a five seed we picked creighton to go ahead and move forward um, I know a lot of people are not liking Villanova in this one, but I'm going to p- go ahead and pick Villanova. I like, I mean, I like Villanova when they're healthy, but Colin Klebs, he's, he's kind of a key player and kind of an important player. And it showed during that tournament run or that big East tournament and towards the end of the season, when they lost the Butler, they lost to Georgetown in the tournament game. It, it kind of shows that they're not the same team. So I'll play for the upset. Sounds like we have round three of rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Let's do Let's it. See if we have something different this time, different result. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Hey, we got Winthrop upset alert. Team Villanova was not able to win rock, paper, scissors. I really (laughs) – the reason I really like Villanova in this one is because they have a very good head coach, Jay Wright, who I don't think will let them lose the first round. But moving on here, we've got Purdue versus North Texas. I think we can go ahead and pencil this one in for Purdue. I like Purdue here. Great Big Ten team. Really came on at the end of the year and really proved that they're going to be a, a, a challenger in the tournament. All right. And so then after that, we have another intriguing matchup, a 6-11, Texas Tech versus Utah State. Do you think Utah State stands a chance versus a very good Big 12 team? No. I like the Mac attack here. Mac McClung, he ironically left Georgetown this year because um, he, you know, it didn't seem like everything was going great for Georgetown. They, they made a tournament run. He could have been for them. But I like what they've done here. Chris Beard has made a great program at Texas Tech. They have great players. They made that Final Four run in the last tournament that we had. So I, I like them moving on here. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. Mac, Mac McGlung is one of the better players in college basketball, and also he's a junior now, so a lot of people still remember him coming out of high school, jumping out of the gym, splashing three-pointers, but now he's a veteran in college basketball, and I think he'll be ready to lead Texas Tech um, in this tournament. All right, now this next one, this one's going to be it's it's going to be a game. Now these are two elite offenses, two very explosive ones. I like Colgate as a sneaky pick, but I can't pick against Arkansas. What do you think? Yeah, if you really want a bold upset here, this could be your um one. Colgate number 14 versus Arkansas number 3. Arkansas hasn't been playing that well as of late, and um they're also not in a a tough conference in the SEC, which is why a lot of people think Colgate could come and beat them. But I'm going to pick Arkansas and chalk this one. And then moving on from there, we have number seven, Florida, taking on number 10, Virginia Tech. Who do you like in this one? I like Vatech. I think that they had some ups and downs this year in the ACC, but ultimately I think they're the better team against 
uh, in this matchup, and I think they'll beat Florida. Yeah, Florida is a very inconsistent team. You just never know wh- which Florida team is going to show up on any given day, and Virginia Tech is kind of the opposite of them. They're a very good program. They've been there, done that in the NCAA tournament. They they normally always move on at least past the first round, so I'm going to pick them here. Yeah, and like I mentioned earlier, we love our 7-10s seven, seven and tens, uh, matchups, and it seems like they've been going out of the way. We like the 10s this year. I think it's going to keep going, and I think uh, Vatek's going to win this one. And this next matchup, while we're going to agree on who wins this game, this is one of the biggest disparities we have. Um, Ohio State, number two seed versus number 15 seed, Oral Roberts. I think we both like Ohio State to move on here. Why do you like Ohio State? Well, Ohio State, for me, they're one of my final four teams in my own bracket. So I'm going to have them going on, obviously, into the second round and probably further further if I can get you to agree. But <laughs> I really like this team. I really like EJ Liddell. I really like CJ Walker. Kyle Young, hopefully he's good to keep going farther into the tournament. Uh, he's had some injury issues where he's been gone, and they missed him in that Big Ten tournament uh, championship game against Illinois. But I really like this team. I think they're a nice uh, team to you know take on Baylor later. Baylor, they met, meet them in the Elite Eight. I think they're a good two seed. I think they're one of the top teams in the tournament, and I like them going very far. Yeah, they're a very streaky team. They went on a long win streak this year in the Big Ten, which really elevated them. They got all the way to number three or four in the nation at one point. I don't trust some of their guards, though. I know I think they start a, have a starting lineup of four forwards and one guard, which I don't think is a recipe for success in March. Um, and as like I've said a few times before, I think guard play takes you deep in this tournament. And they've got some good bigs. Like you mentioned, EJ Liddell is one of the best scoring big men in college basketball. But I don't think the guards will be able to do a good enough job to get him the ball to be able to move far in this tournament. But moving on here, we're now going into the second round. Who do you like versus Baylor UNC? Do you think UNC has a shot at knocking off the one seed? I mean, they give them a game. I agree. I, I think that UNC could be the sneaky pick here. But Baylor's got to be the pick. Yeah, I, I think Baylor is probably too good. I, it could happen. Like, I don't know if I'd bet on it, but UNC could give them a good game. But Baylor is by far the better team. Yeah, I could see this being another close 1-8 slash 9 matchup. But I think Baylor's just a much more dominant team. Some people are hesitant on them just because they lost a couple of games down the stretch and they were not able to win the Big 12 tournament. But they're, they're still... They went undefeated for much of the college basketball season. They beat good non-conference teams, and they went through the gauntlet in conference and came out almost undefeated. I've got I really like Baylor to go far in this tournament. And then moving on, we've got one of our upsets, Winthrop, number twelve seed versus number four seed Purdue in the second round. You think Winthrop could keep the magic going? I don't know. I think it's more of a a fluky one round type deal, just based on Villanova's health. I think Purdue's going to win this one easily. I don't think this will be much of a game. I think this will be an easy win for Purdue. Yeah, I agree with you there. Purdue coming out of the Big Ten, they're just much more battle-tested. They've played teams at bottom at the bottom of their conference that are probably better than Winthrop at this point. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're going to keep moving on. And then after that, we have Texas Tech versus Arkansas. I know I like an upset in this one, but what about you? I do too. I like Texas Tech. I think that... Arkansas, they've been very up and uh, up and down. They had a great start of the year with their uh, non-conference schedule. Then they kind of faltered, but they really picked it up as late. I think they're hot going into the tournament, but 
I like Texas Tech for all the reasons I mentioned in the first round there, and I, I think that they will move on against Arkansas. Yeah, I don't really trust Arkansas. I think if they had any bit of a tougher matchup than Colgate, they would probably go down in the first round. So even there, even though they're the three seed compared to the six seed for Texas Tech, I think Texas Tech is all around the better team here, and I think they're going to win that game. And then for our final matchup in the second round in the South region, we have Virginia Tech versus Ohio State. I know. I like Ohio State. Yeah, I, mean, I I would agree with you there. I think Ohio State's going to win this matchup. Why do you like them here against Virginia Tech? Because I I just think like you mentioned with Purdue, they're more battle tested. I don't think the ACC was a great conference this year. I think a lot of the big dogs were uh, not that well rounded or that great in general. And Ohio State, like you said, again that was that was the conference this year. Everybody had their time at the top. Everybody looked like one of the best teams in the country at one point or another. And I think that they are a team that's going to make a run. And I don't think Vatex is going to stand in their way from making that run. Yeah, I think they have more talent than Virginia Tech. And I think they could just um, easily beat them here, especially with their bigs. I'm not sure how well Virginia Tech will match up with them. And so then moving on to the Sweet 16 now, we have number one seed Baylor versus number four Purdue. Um, I like Baylor to keep moving on in this one. What do you think? I think Baylor will keep moving on. I think that Purdue will give them a game. But I don't know if they can beat them. Uh, and we mentioned kind of um, all the firepower that Gonzaga has. Baylor actually was the most efficient offense this season in college basketball, which is one of the reasons why they were so good. They have a sneaky good defense too, even though they give up a lot of points. It's because they play really fast and they put up a lot of points. But I think their offense will be able to easily handle Purdue. And then moving on to our second matchup here, Texas Tech versus Ohio State. I think this is where we're going to um, – Change courses again. Is, is this where round four of rock, paper, scissors is going to happen? I think it is. I know <laughs> I like Texas Tech. Not only do they have Mac McGlung, who's a very good um, guard-forward combo, but they also have two other really explosive guards that can really help Texas Tech get their offense going, get into the paint, get their shooters buckets. I think they have a very balanced offense, and they still play hard-nosed defense. I really like them over Ohio State. I think they can beat them pretty easily, in my opinion. I mean, I like the Big 12 matchup you want building here in the Elite Eight, but I can't see it. I, I like Ohio State here. I think Ohio State's going to be more well-rounded. If they have Kyle Young at that point. It's I think it's going to be a great game for them. EJ Liddell against Texas Tech. That's a 30 bomb right there, and you know it. I, I think that's going to be a dub for them. I think they're going to be having uh, a fate with De uh, Baylor in the Elite Eight. So round four of rock, paper, scissors. Here we go. Rock, rock paper, scissors, shoot. Hey, there we go. The Ohio State boys moving on for a great date with the paler bears all right so our lead eight matchup here you mentioned the baylor bears number one seed versus number two seed ohio state this is the first bracket where we have a chalk one two seed meeting up in the elite eight uh so do you like ohio state to keep going i do i i think they're a final four team i think they're the team that brings down baylor and i'm sure it seems like we're probably going to have round five real quick here. <laughs> yeah, I picked against Ohio State in the last round, and I'll do it again this round until I can win a rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I don't think this was the matchup that's going to happen in the, in the Elite Eight, but if it does happen, I would expect Baylor to be able to keep moving on. They're, I think they're a better team and much more efficient offensively. I think Ohio State can really struggle to get it going at times, and they can also go into cold stretches, and I think Baylor would probably take advantage of them and run them all out of the building if that happened. But here comes round five well, of rock, I, paper, scissors. I, I like my odds today so let's go rock, rock paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot that's a tie one rock, more round rock, rock paper, paper scissors shoot, shoot. 
Ah, uh, and Baylor won. I finally won a <laughs> game of rock, paper, scissors. And Baylor will be moving on to the final four out of the South region. And moving on here to our final region here before we can get to a final four, we have Midwest. I think this is the toughest con- um, region in, in the bracket. Um, What do you think about it? I think, yeah, a lot, a lot could happen in this bracket. Uh, Illinois, everybody likes Illinois. They just won the Big Ten Championship. But I think this could be a bracket where a lot a lot could happen, and this could be one of our fluky brackets where one of those top three seeds or top uh, two seeds doesn't make it in. Yeah, I could definitely see that. I think this bracket kind of goes almost one through um, nine here with Loyola Chicago and Georgia Tech meeting in the 8-9 matchup. I think this is um, really a bad draw for both teams. I really want to pick both teams to move forward in this tournament. There's plenty of other teams that I would rather um, pick them over, but they meet up here in the first round. It'll be a very exciting game to watch. Who do you think is going to win? So who you got? You got Sister Jean or you got Josh Pastner? I, I, I have to pick Sister Jean. I have to pick Sister I, Jean. I as hot as Georgia Tech is winning the ACC, I cannot pick against Loyola Chicago after pick. what they did a couple of seasons It's pretty ago. good vibes. You got to pick Sister Jean. You have to believe they're not going down in the first round. I, I like their team. I like uh, what they've done in the past, and it's it's going to be a great first round game uh, between those two teams. I think it's going to be one of the higher rated matches as well. Yeah, uh, I agree with you there. And for our next one, we have a number five twelve of matchup that's going to be a very popular upset pick: number five Tennessee versus number twelve Oregon State. Yeah, and like Oregon State, they won the Pac twelve uh, championship. That's how they got here. They've been on a hot run. Tennessee has been a team that's like, I don't know who Tennessee is. If they play well, they could show up and they could be a team that was worthy of a two seed. Mm-hmm. But they've really struggled of late and they've been really up and down. But I can't bet again against them. I think Tennessee is the pick here. I don't think there's going to be a 5-12 upset in this uh, region. I agree with you there. I'm going to pick Tennessee to beat Oregon State in this one. Oregon State isn't a team I really like a lot in this tournament. They got an automatic bid by winning the week Pac-12. Uh, but credit to them for going on a hot run. But I like Tennessee. You mentioned I'm not big on Tennessee because of their inconsistency issues. They um, At points last year, they were one of the top teams in college basketball because they had a stifling defense. But now this year, the, at many points, they were just a mediocre team in the SEC. So you don't really know what you're getting from them. And then now to another um, big matchup here. We've got Oklahoma State featuring one of the best players, if not the best player in college basketball, Cade Cunningham, who's probably going to be the number one pick in the NBA draft versus a number 13 seed Liberty, who's also a very hot team who could really get it going. What do you think? I think this is Oklahoma State for one name, one man only, Kate Cunningham. All right, you thought I was going to get you there, someone else, but nah. If you haven't seen Kate Cunningham play, you have to see Kate Cunningham play because, like you said, he's going to be the number one pick probably. He's kind of seen as a sure thing. So for your NBA people watching this or listening to this, He's the guy you really want to watch for this tournament because he's going to do a lot. He's a 6'8 point guard. He does everything well almost. He's a leader reading uh, two-man pick-and-roll game. And I think he's going to be a secret weapon for Oklahoma State like he has been this whole year. And I think they're going to beat Liberty in the first round. Yeah, you mentioned it. Um, He's a very good player, but I think part of the problem is uh, a lot of his skill sets are kind of um, NBA skill sets and don't necessarily transfer over to the college game. This is one of the few Big 12 teams I'm actually going to pick against here. I like number 13 seed Liberty to go ahead and upset them. I'm not sure if it'll exactly happen, so I think I'm going to go ahead and p- pencil in Oklahoma State to win this game, but I don't like Oklahoma State's chances moving forward. Ooh. I think Cade Cunningham, he is 
advanced level um shot creation um potential but the problem is he's not always making those shots and i think in a tight college basketball game he can shoot his team out of a game it's an interesting take i don't know if it's a take i'd make but <laughs> uh at least you're, you're we're not fighting over this with a rock paper scissors round because that would suck if oklahoma state went on in the first round in my opinion um the next game san diego state versus syracuse i think a lot of people pencil in a syracuse dub here but I want to stick with San Diego State. I, they were a great team last year. They lost one of their key guys, Malachi Flynn, but still a great team this year. And I think they'll beat Syracuse in the 6-11 matchup, even yes. though they're the weaker, uh, technically the weaker conference team. So I guess that's calls for another round of rock, paper, Ooh. scissors, because I'm not picking against <laughs> Syracuse. I don't care what seed they are. You can give them a 16 seed, and I'll still pick them to run the table. They do it every single year. They always come out mediocre in the ACC, no matter what the competition's like, and they always go on a run in the tournament. San Diego State is a um, really up-and-coming program. They were going to be a one or two seed last year before the COVID shutdown um, canceled the tournament. So we're going to have to play rock, paper, scissors to determine this game. All right, sir. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. All right, sir. San Diego State. West Coast basketball. It's a thing. <laughs> and then the next matchup will be number three, West Virginia. Another powerful team I really like versus number 14, Moorhead State. What do you think? I think West Virginia is an easy pick here. Um, they're a great pick 12 team. They've been a great team all year round. Had a couple ups and downs, but most of their losses are from uh, the best teams in the Big 12. And they don't have any like crazy bad losses, in my opinion. So I think they're an easy pick here. Yeah, and for those of you who always pick up college basketball around March Madness, this is not the West Virginia team you grew up watching. This is not Press Virginia. They may incorporate a little bit of a press scheme into their defense, but they're really a much more offensive-minded um, program now. Bob Huggins has kind of flipped the script um, according to the – skill set of the recruits he has so he's going to try to make the most out of his team which is why they're a three seed this year they've been playing very well all season they have a very efficient offense and they still play good defense although they're not running a press zone trap scheme and then after that we have number seven seed clemson versus number 10 rutgers rutgers would be an upset in this game if they won but however they're one of the most bet on teams in this entire bracket because clemson has really been struggling lately and rutgers has been playing solid all season long what do you think i think rutgers is the pick <laughs> i agree I mean, with you there I, we kind of led into it i i don't trust clemson at all i'm honestly not sure i mean they played well at the beginning of the year, but the ACC, like I mentioned earlier, kind of weak this year. Rutgers was one of the uh, – what's it called? They were one of the lesser teams in the Big Ten. But as we mentioned also, the Big Ten was so good that that doesn't mean much. That means they're probably still a really good team, just in a bad <laughs> bad conference for them. But I, I like Rutgers here. I think they're at least going to move on to the second round. Yeah, the way they've really turned their program around is remarkable. They used to be in the cellar of the Big Ten, but now they've um, – um, been doing really good. They were really good last season as well. Um, I think they've got a pretty good offense. Um, they're a well-balanced team. They've got a mix of bigs and guards that can get it done, so I like them over Clemson. And then our last matchup will be 2 versus 15. Uh, we're not going to go ahead with upset here, but we've got Houston versus Cleveland State. Um, how do you like Houston's prospects going forward in this tournament? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I simply put, I, I think they're probably one of the weaker two seeds in the uh, in the entire tournament. I think they're probably one of the weaker high seeds just all together. And I, I think they're poised for an upset in the next round, in my opinion. 
But we can get to that one after we get to the top. Let's move on to the second <laughs> round now. We have a very good second round matchup. Number one, Illinois, the team that won the Big Ten, many people's favorite to win the entire tournament, versus Sister Jean's Loyola Chicago, who made a Final Four run as an 11 seed just a couple of years ago. You do you like the upset here for Loyola I mean, Magic? It's a great, it's a great Illinois matchup. Uh, Chicago team versus Illinois is always going to be a great one, but Illinois is my pick. I, I think that they're just too solid. I like how um, Kofi Coburn has been uh, in the later half of this year. I like Io. Io is always going to be one of the better players in this tournament and the guy that you should watch out for. And I think they're an easy pick. Yeah, Ayu DeSumo is a very good point guard. He can do all the things I've been asking out of the guard play. He can get to the paint and create shots for other people on the floor. And if they go um, on a run in this tournament, he is a very good shot to up his NBA prospects. He's right now rated as a late a first, early second round draft prospect. But he might be able to vault himself up into the lottery conversation with a really good tournament. And so moving on to our next matchup, we have number five, Tennessee versus number four, Oklahoma State. I've been critical of Oklahoma State, and you guys well know that, but I also don't trust this Tennessee team. So I know you have Oklahoma State going I, really I far do. in your bracket, and I'll pick them here as well. And then our next matchup, again, showing the strength of this Midwest region, number six, San Diego State versus number three, West Virginia. A lot of other three, six matchups would not be as um, powerful as this one. Uh, but this feels like it could be very good, but I like Virgin West Virginia in this one. I mean, you can chalk it up. I think this is West Virginia right here. I think that for all the reasons we mentioned before, they are a better team. You didn't really trust San Diego State against Syracuse, so what are they going to be against West Virginia? I just don't see it. Yeah, and I also think this team is um, built better to go deeper in the tournament than they were in the past. Their press scheme would always give some early round teams troubles, but then they would kind of struggle in the later rounds as the better teams were able to handle it and were more used to it. So I think West Virginia is built better to make a deeper run in this tournament, and I like them over San Diego State. And then we um, kind of preluded it when we were down in the bottom of the bracket before, but number 10 Rutgers versus number two Houston. I like Rutgers. I'm Rutgers basketball, baby. I think there that's an upset right there. I think it could happen. I think it's I want I don't know how likely it is, but I think it's if you're gonna pick an upset here, I think that's where it's gonna happen. Rutgers Nation might finally have a run through the tournament. That's also one of the better fan bases in college basketball. It's a sneaky one. Not many people think so. But when uh, stadiums were allowed to be filled, those guys were there packed um full house every single night cheering for their team. And then moving on here to the sweet sixteen. We have a star-studded number one Illinois team versus number four Oklahoma State. Do you think your Oklahoma State boys can keep getting it done? It's questionable because, you know, you're talking about Io DeSumo on uh, on Cade Cunningham most likely. And although I think Cade Cunningham is going to be a stud and he's going to put up uh, stats in this game, I like Illinois because I like what Io is going to be able to do against him. And I don't think that Oklahoma State has someone who can guard Kofi Coburn. I think Kofi Coburn could take over in this game, and I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I could easily see Kofi Coburn putting up a 20-15 and 15 type game while Io DeSumo completely disrupts Kate Cunningham on this one. Um, he's a very good defensive guard, like you mentioned, so I think that'll be a really interesting one-on-one um, -on -one matchup to, take, to look at if this matchup were to happen in the Sweet 16. And then so our other Sweet 16 matchup here, Number three, West Virginia versus number 10, Rutgers. Uh, who do you like to keep moving? I'm feeling ballsy. I'm feeling an all Big Ten Elite Eight here okay. in the Midwest region. Now, normally, 
in my bracket, I honestly have it the other way. I have it as an all Big Twelve Midwest region. But you, I, I like I like Illinois for our bracket together. I think it's more reasonable to go for that. And but you know what? If we're gonna slight that, I like Rutgers. I like Rutgers over uh, West Virginia. I don't know if you'll debate it or if you'll want to play me in rock paper scissors. But yeah, I'm it going. Happen. It could be fun. I could certainly see it happening. I mean, we've talked about Rutgers. They can compete and battle hard with anyone. So I could certainly see them beating West Virginia. But I like West Virginia a little bit better. So I'm going to play rock paper scissors. All right, sir. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Looks like we got an all Big Ten Midwest. Rutgers basketball, Elite Eight run. Who would have thought? All right, so for the Elite Eight, the Big Ten matchup, Illinois versus Rutgers. They've played each other at least once (laughs) or twice so far this season. You think Rutgers stands a shot at knocking off uh, Illinois? No, (laughs) but before you fill that in, we're trying to have some fun here. Rutgers could be the fun team. Oh, you just want to go for it? <laughs> I heard a no. <laughs> All right. I tried to get Rutgers as far as I could, but it seems like James is having nothing on it. And I, I won't play a rock, paper, scissors one more time for this one. I think Illinois is probably the team that's going to make it to the final four out of this region if it goes like this. And wow, we made it. We've gone through this whole bracket, and now we have four teams left. We have Gonzaga versus Texas. We have Baylor versus Illinois. It's kind of chalk. I tried to get Rutgers in. You didn't let me. We're going to start with this side of the board, Gonzaga versus Texas. Who do you got? Yeah, so this is a really tough one here. Texas, um, a very balanced team, but more of a defensive team versus all the firepower that Gonzaga has. I'm really intrigued by this 1-3 matchup. This is the exact matchup I have picked in my personal bracket, and this is going to come to a shock by many people, but I'm going to pick Texas here to move on and beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga, they're very good, but they're also not that battle-tested. They played really good teams in non-conference play, like um, such as Iowa and... Uh, a couple others I can't remember off the top of my head, but um, they also have kind of struggled lately. They almost lost to BYU in their conference championship game, and I see some holes in, in their team like um, that if another team can really get something going offensively against them, I'm not sure how well they make defensive adjustments, which is why I like Texas. But what do you think? All right, well, in my bracket, I also have this matchup. I have Gonzaga in that matchup, but for the sake of being different because everybody's going to pick Gonzaga, why not have it like the 2015 Kentucky where they fall in the Final Four? I, I like Texas's team. I think their team we could slot in, and I have no problem slotting them there. So I'm going to go with Texas as well. Yeah, I really worry about undefeated teams going all the way undefeated in the playoffs. No matter it's what, hard to do. No yeah. matter what sport it is, when you have not gone through adversity in your season at by any means, it is really hard to go make a playoff run because they're going to face adversity up and down the bracket no matter who they play. There's always going to be someone trying to nipping at their heels going for an upset. So I think eventually they're, they will probably fall. I know everyone has a hundred reasons why this undefeated team is different from the last few undefeated teams, but we do not have another undefeated season. We're picking Texas to go, um, in the national championship. It's not, it's not a huge knock against Gonzaga. They've beaten great teams in their preseason schedule. They had the toughest preseason schedule probably ever. But I mean, like you said, it's hard to go undefeated. It hasn't happened in what, like, I think since 1975 yeah like 60 or 50 years so 60 years almost so I mean it's likely that it's not gonna happen this year again I like Texas here all right and then so for our other um 
Final Four matchup. We have two number one seeds, Baylor versus Illinois. We've talked very highly about both of them. And similar, somewhat similar, we have a Big Ten team versus a Big 12 team. That's kind of been the theme we're going with for the entire bracket. Which one do you like? I'm very split on this one myself. I, li- I like Illinois. I-, I think Illinois in this in this matchup, I, I trust the Big Ten here. Uh, we already got a Big 12 team. It'd be nice to see Baylor versus Texas. We've already seen that before. It'd be an interesting title game to get that repeat. But I like Illinois. I think Illinois is a team that would knock Baylor out. I would say down to those top one seeds. And I like Texas versus Illinois for our game, for our championship game. Yeah, so we have three number one seeds in the final four, obviously. It may not be always ideal. I would never pick four number one seeds to go because yeah. one number one seed is going to fall always somewhere along the line. But picking two to three one seeds is usually a safe place to go where we have here. And um, picking one, non, one non-one seed to make, the final, to make the national championship game is also usually a safe bet. Um, that, I'm going to agree with you. I'm, I'm going to pick Illinois here over Baylor. Uh, they've been the best team in the best conference, I think. No disrespect to them. But uh, the Big Ten is just has more depth than the Big 12 does. It gives them a new challenge every single night. I think Illinois is very battle-tested. And they won their conference tournament, and I think they're better prepared to make a deeper run in this tournament. All right, now time for the big question. Who do you got as the winner? Yeah, so this is a pick I'm not 100% confident about. But for my 2021 college basketball NCAA March Madness winner, I would have to pick the Texas Longhorns. Yes, I, I agree. To beat I Illinois. I, I, I love, like I mentioned before, the guards on this team, I think mean, it's great. They got, <laughs> you have uh, Courtney Ramey, Matt Coleman. I think we'll get a game very similar to how they played and when they won the Maui Invitational to start the year against North Carolina. I think we'll get something down to the wire, but I think they're a better team suited for closing out, and they have great players like Greg Brown on their team as well. I think this is the team that if they if they beat Gonzaga, which I think we said they will here, and that's how it is, then they're obviously they're the team of destiny. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you there. I think if they make the national championship in this scenario, I don't think they would lose to Illinois. We've talked very highly of Illinois, but they do have some bad losses on the season. They lost at home to Maryland. They lost on the road to Michigan State, too. Mediocre teams in their conference. They haven't been bulletproof this season. Michigan has been the better team than them at a, many points. Um, but I really think Texas is going to beat them here in the national championship. All right. Well, I think that's just going to about do it for us um, for this week's episode of Off the Waivers, our bracket special. And hopefully by next week, it's not completely busted, James. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not very hopeful for that. We all know how that one goes. <laughs> but we thank you all for watching or listening. Um, We have our official studio set up now here in Indianapolis, Indiana, which means that we will be bringing each week's episode both in podcast form on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your podcast from, and it'll also be in um, video form on YouTube. So look for that as well. And is there anything else? No, I don't think so. I think you just about covered it. If you want to check it out, last week's episode was on YouTube already. This one's going to be on here uh, when we release this podcast audio. So if you follow the audio, make sure you go to our YouTube channel and check that out as well. And I think that's just going to be about do it for us. Uh, From me, Derek Barnes. I'm James Andrews. All right, everybody, good night. We'll see you next week. Be ready for basketball.